Hey team, this is Grant David Collins and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place for people who do not want to wait until they're rich or retired to create meaning, impact, and connection with their money regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be talking about gratitude and giving, so let's get started. Okay, I know I threw a little bit of a curveball at all of you by putting this episode on gratitude and giving before we finished up the series of The Philanthropic Method, but it is Thanksgiving week, so what else am I supposed to do? And besides, this is my podcast, so I can decide how things go. So if you have a problem with that, reach out to me on LinkedIn or email me at grant at basementphilanthropy.com and you can share your grievances there. But if that's you, I think you are the Grinch who stole Christmas and Thanksgiving. So maybe you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. The reason why we have to stop and talk about gratitude and giving is because basement philanthropy and my involvement in this space is so centered in this concept of gratitude. In fact, before I even really knew what I wanted to do with microphilanthropy, gratitude was the thing that allowed me to start to see what was available, what what I had as resources and, and things to be able to give and contribute. So everything you see that Basement Philanthropy has become is because of gratitude. And a couple episodes ago, and by a couple, I mean like 20 episodes ago, I shared an experience on an episode called Why the Why Matters. And this experience really frames up this concept of gratitude and giving so well that I'm going to replay a portion of that podcast here so that we can all be on the same page as far as the context and the story is concerned. And then I'm going to speak into more of the concept of gratitude and giving on the other side. So here is a quick excerpt from episode eight, Why the Why Matters. When I look back over my life and I ask that why question around microphilanthropy, my focus really comes down to one why question that I asked when I was in college. I was working through uh, my degree and thinking about what I wanted to do professionally and just got caught up in, in, in everything that happens when you're in your 20s and, and you're at college, both in the social scene and in the professional scene and, and really creating the life that I wanted to live. And it was about this time, halfway through my college experience, that the Syrian refugee situation uh, turned into a crisis at that time. And I remember the beginnings of that. Uh, There were news reports about 50,000 people being displaced or 100,000 people being displaced. And how can you comprehend 50,000 or 100,000 people? it's It's so challenging to be able to think that big. And so what our minds often do is just compartmentalize things and say, well, you know, that's a big number. 
but it really doesn't manifest itself into a lot of empathy or, or a lot of um, care for that situation. And then one day I woke up and I realized that in the city that I was going to college in, it was a, it was a college town that I was going uh, or attending school, there was only 40,000 people in the entire population of the city. And so what if one day I woke up and everybody that I knew and who were around me in the general vicinity were all of a sudden homeless and fleeing for their lives? And that hit me like a ton of bricks. Now, I still couldn't comprehend exactly what that looked like, but it became something that was very real to me. And the why question that I started to ask was, why am I so lucky? One evening, I remember this pretty vividly, I sat out on a bench, it was probably 11, 11.30 at night, and I sat on this bench and it overlooked this beautiful building on, on campus uh, that had these special lights that, that lit up at night and were different colors. And it was, it was just this beautiful, serene area. And, and I remember feeling in that moment uh, a response from the universe, from what I would refer to as divinity, but something that was a higher power than myself. And the answer was twofold. The first piece of the answer was that I needed to be grateful for what I had. That it was it was something that I needed to cherish and to be very thankful for. That was the first thing that came to me. And the second thing that came to me was that I was supposed to use the influence, the opportunity, the money, whatever resource came my way to go out and to create good around me. And that that is one way that people and nations and communities are lifted is by people that have um, giving of, of themselves to those that do not. As I was working through developing this material around gratitude and giving, this experience came to my mind and I noticed in this experience that I had been taught this principle by the universe almost six years ago and that the order of operations or the order of the inspiration that I received mattered. And it had something to do with how I was supposed to go about giving and creating good in the world around me. So if you remember from the story, the first thing that I felt was that I needed to be grateful for what I had. And then the second piece was that I was to go out and to act and to give and to use whatever I had to be able to create good in the world. And that concept, that, that order really matters. And it doesn't just matter from a principle of like, it, it makes sense if you are grateful, then you're going to have this, this desire to give. 
Like this is actually rooted in social science. And one of my favorite studies that describes this behavior of gratitude producing more giving or more altruism was featured in the Greater Good magazine that is put out by Berkeley University. Now, in this study, participants were first asked to fill out a questionnaire about giving gratitude and altruism so that they could get a baseline of how these people were showing up. Then participants were put into an MRI machine where they were then given a dollar amount to give to charity or to keep for themselves. And there were two different experiences that they went through. The first experience was they had this choice. Am I going to give to the charity or am I going to give to myself? The second experience was that they were actually taxed so that the giving high was kind of taken away a little bit so that they focused on just an organization getting bigger and and better and, and more funding. And what they found in both situations was that the people that had answered the questions at the beginning um, with more of an altruistic mindset, more gratitude, had more charity or gave more to these organizations and experienced more reward in the reward center of the brain than those who had a lesser amount. In conclusion to the study, one of the researchers stated this, In a sense, gratitude seems to prepare the brain for generosity. Counting blessings is quite different than counting your cash, because gratitude, just as philosophers and psychologists predict, points us towards moral behaviors like reciprocity and paying it forward. Apparently, our brain literally makes us feel richer when others do well. Perhaps this is why researchers have observed that grateful people give more. That's such an incredible thing to think about, that as you are around yourself and you appreciate the things that you have in your life, the, the, the very nature of how we are created as humans uh, allows us to then start to see the needs and the opportunities we have to give in our sphere of influence. And I think that the reason that is, is because we live in a very hyper-focused society, and that hyper-focused society is focused on one thing, and that is ourselves getting bigger, getting more rich, getting more stuff, whatever it might be. And so inherent in that equation is a feeling of scarcity. In fact, if you think about all the advertisements that you come across in a day, most of those advertisements are shaped and created so that you feel like you're missing out or that you don't have enough of something. And so that scarcity mindset makes us think that we don't have a lot in the first place. And so therefore we do not have a lot to give. But when you add gratitude to the equation, essentially what you are doing is you are pulling your focus from what you don't have down to what you do have, and then you can start to see the difference between what you need to have to survive as a human being and what you actually have. And in that difference, giving starts to show up. It's when we start to see that, oh my gosh, I'm not 
a millionaire, but I have a little bit of extra cash laying around that we can begin to see, oh man, this is an opportunity for me to give to people around me. And as we continue to be grateful, that just continues to cycle and cycle. It's really this never-ending upward spiral that just allows us to be more grateful and then to give more and then to be more grateful and then to give more and to be more grateful. And it's just this beautiful, beautiful cycle that improves our ability to see and our opportunities to give the more that we are involved with it. So I want to close off this podcast by giving you an opportunity to experience what I just talked about. So if you have a piece of paper near you, grab that. Or if you have your phone near you, grab your phone and pull up the notes section so that you can jot down some things. So if you need to pause this podcast in order to go and grab that, please do so. So now that you have a piece of paper in front of you or your phone in front of you, what I want you to do is I want you to create two different columns. On the left side of the paper, you'll create a column called gratitude. And then on the right side of the paper, draw a line down the center, you'll create a column that is called giving. Now, if you're doing this on your phone, you can do the exact same thing, but you'll just make bullet points and you'll do a dash in between the gratitude portion and the giving portion. So for five minutes, I want you to just list out all the things that you are grateful for on the left side of your page or in your note. And these things can be anything. Like it can be something that you're grateful for in your you know, day, or it can be something that you're grateful for from a broad perspective. Like whatever comes to your mind around this, just write it down on that left column. So if you are at a place to be able to do that, go and do that, and then we will continue forward with this activity. So when you get done with the five minutes of gratitude, you should have a couple bullet points uh, down that column. Now, on the right side, what I want you to do is I want you to look at the gratitude piece and think about what you could potentially give because of what you are grateful for. So as an example, if I said I was grateful for my health, an opportunity that I could potentially give would be to go out and donate some blood. Blood banks are always in need of extra blood. And so that could be an opportunity for me to be able to do something about it. Another example could be, let's say that you said you were grateful for your job. And in the right side of this activity, you could write down that you were going to set aside a little bit of money to give to a charity of your choice on Giving Tuesday. So you're going to go down that right column and just list out potential opportunities that you could give because of the things that you are grateful for. And when you're done listing that out, what I want you to do is I want you to circle one of those activities that you feel like is reachable and something that you can do in the next week. And 
What I want you to do is to create a space, a plan for you to go out and do that. I believe the one that I'm going to do is actually the blood drive. Uh, there is just always a need for that. And it's, it's such an accessible thing that anybody can do. You don't have to have any money to do it. You literally give of yourself. And so I think that's what I'm going to do this week in order to connect my gratitude with my giving. This is such a beautiful time of the year to be able to refocus on what matters in our life. We've talked about this question before, this concept of, of what is enough and, and, and what, what do you actually care about? And, and as you work through those questions, what starts to happen is that you transition from this mindset of scarcity, like I don't have enough, to this mindset of abundance, that I have enough and in fact, I have more than I need and therefore I have an opportunity to give. Let that be your motto, your focus this Thanksgiving as you're with your family or friends or whatever you are doing this Thanksgiving. And if you have a a cool experience, I would love for you to share that with me. So do it via LinkedIn or the email that we talked about earlier in this podcast. And I just hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Well, team, that's it for me. Let's go out in the world and create good with the money in our pockets together. Talk soon.